Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Taylor Bradford, a passionate seven-figure entrepreneur, author, and the creative force behind the impactful podcast, The Purposefully Aligned Entrepreneur. And with a keen eye for digital trends and a heart for empowering women, Taylor has become a prominent voice in the podcasting realm, sharing her insights on entrepreneurship, personal growth, and intentional living. Taylor, you're in the right place. This is going to be awesome. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. So can you just expand slightly on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you'd love to work with? So I consider myself a multi-hyphenate entrepreneur. We dabble in a lot of different fields. And I say we, meaning my husband and I, the main ones that I am online with is Boss World Creative, which is the kind of the hub for the purposely aligned entrepreneur. And that has the podcast, it has a community. And then I'm also an event designer and stylist and also have an event rental company, a specialty event rental company. And so I wear a lot of hats. And then outside of the online space, I'm also a roofing contractor. My husband and I own a general contracting company where we primarily are putting roofs on for people. And we're in the perfect market for that DFW because we are in storm central here. Mm. And so we say busy year round, which is crazy. And I knew nothing about roofing when I got into roofing. So I am a quick study, a quick learner. And whatever my husband comes up with, we're lit both feet in all the time. And I'd like to say that my journey online started when I actually was in oil and gas, which is a complete like 180 degree opposite of what I'm doing now. And I got into oil and gas because I was nosy. I had some tenants move into one of my rental properties. And when I looked at their application, I was like, I want to know what you do because what you make, what you say you make is a lot more than I'm currently making. And I was a personal trainer at the time. And so I went to them and said, hey, I am willing to personal train you for free if you teach me everything you know. And they agreed. And so I got myself into oil and gas. I was a landman for many, many years. And I went on the road full time back in 2011. And that was kind of the base scene for when blogging kind of started to be a thing online. People had blogs for many years prior to that, but that's really when I stepped 
my toes into the water. And I had started a blog in 2008 because we also owned a used motor vehicle company. And I titled it Tales of the Used Car Lot Owner because I didn't know anything about owning car car lots back then either. Again, something mm. my husband was passionate about. We did it and we were successful. Well, we don't do that anymore. The, as, before the story goes, goes too far, it's a case of, holy crap, there is so much that you did. There is so yes. much that you do right now. And I, I want to know from, from a personal perspective, what is the driving force behind that for you? Because I love the way you dropped in I want it. Maybe that's is that curiosity. I want to know yes. what you guys do. So, hey, let me give you away. I'll, I'll personal train you for free. Just teach me all this stuff. There was, there was, I don't know whether it's curiosity or drive or desire or wonder. What is it for you that has led you through these different journeys? Definitely curiosity is what starts it and to up level yourself because I don't want to be stagnant and I don't want to get to a point. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't want to get to a point where I'm not learning. I'm not moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so this is like just propelling my whole life is, is the moment that I'm like, Ooh, could I do that? What is it going to take for me to do that? Okay. I'm going to go out and ask the people that already know how to do that thing. And maybe I can shadow, maybe I can enter, maybe I can do, do eventually do what they're doing. Because I'm mm. fascinated that there's something that I didn't already know about, but now I'm going to know about it. And that has literally been a stepping stone with everything that I've I've touched. And I think that you have to have a wonderment about yourself with the world because the world's humongo. There are so many opportunities. You just have to be curious enough to start. Well, the, the one, there's that curiosity with, holy shit, look at what you're making. Can you can you teach me that? Which is a beautiful, honest way of putting it. And then there's the, the roofing business, which is, hey, we're in a storm capital. The roofs are going all the time. There is a hole. There is a business. It, it makes logical sense. Finding these needs, finding these this curiosity, that's, there's a number of different sort of, sort of ways in. And of course, with the, the podcast that you have, the Purposely Aligned Entrepreneur. So all these different things, they are so different. Your role is very so different as well. How do you how do you find the alignment for yourself as you start to go through all these different businesses, areas, roles? That can be a challenge because there becomes lines that get muddied very easily. Mm. Like how do you wear this hat today when you've got this deadline coming up or you've got this thing that you've got to do? And so I do juggle a lot. And there are moments where I'm like, I'm done. I, I am at full capacity. There's nothing else that I can do. And I, and I feel like I'm a pretty good multitasker, even though that is not recommended for people to stay focused and grow one thing. But I, I do have to be like, okay, today the focus is this business and these things have to happen. I have to do these action steps today in order for me to feel like today was a win. And mm. I think that that is an important mindset. I know you guys talk about like your mindset is legitimately everything you have. If you are not taking care of yourself, you will not be proficient in anything else. And so being able to be like, okay, today, this is the hat I'm putting on. These are the tasks that I have to accomplish because these tasks are going to help me feel like today was a win. Mm. One thing you said there about the, we hear this all the time. 
scale one thing, have one business, have one offer, scale that to a million, and then you can start to shift away. And there's there's merit behind that. Can you talk to that note about what you've seen with what, what you feel from your experience is, because there's no right or wrong. Everything right. works. It's for the right thing for you. So to help entrepreneurs a few steps behind you or starting out trying to find their feet, whether it's the one thing or whether it's looking at multiple opportunities, what advice would you give to someone who's been having so much noise, so much information, so much free coaching on YouTube or podcasts or books, and it's all conflicting? So how it do is- you start to make sense of this? You know, I think you have to figure out within yourself what you're good at and and how you handle adversity, how you handle challenges, and that will allow you to see whether or not you're a one one line focus or if you are able to multifocus. And for me, I'm a multifocus. I get bored so easily. And so these businesses don't allow for that. Like my, mm-hmm. my world, my 24 hours every single day is never the same and is always something different. And I live through that. I live with that. That is what propels me forward. And it keeps me on my toes, but it also allows the curiosity to stay there because a challenge will arise that I couldn't ever predicted. And then you're like, okay, now what? Do I pivot? Mm -hmm. Do I keep going forward? What's the next step? The next step is actually taking the action because we can consume all of the information that we want. But until we're willing to take the action, we're not going to get anywhere. And so Mm. the action is a step that is the most important part. And I think that's what holds a lot of entrepreneurs back is actually implementation. And I can't speak to dead air. You cannot speak to dead air. We can't sell to dead air. We can't sell to an email list that is not responding to us. And we have to figure out, okay, if that's not working, we're going to pivot and we're going to do this thing. We're going to try this thing. And I think also being willing to fail. Because it's not always going to work. I remember when I first started out in blogging, there was no online business speak at all back when I started blogging. And you came up with an idea, you talked to your blogging BFFs, and you threw spaghetti noodles at the wall. And it was like a 50-50 crapshoot whether or not it would work. But you weren't scared to try. And I feel mm, like no, no, I want to hold a pause there because that moment is it, so true action in this day and age, especially right now. It is no longer a knowledge problem. You can find everything for free. Absolutely. We're on a free podcast right now, trying to give away as much as we can. It is no longer a knowledge problem. In fact, the knowledge problem is probably there's too much knowledge. It's yes. an application problem. It's what you do with that knowledge. The amount of students and clients that we've had that have been take, taken all the courses, gone through all the mentors, read all the books. It's like, I have all this stuff. I don't think I need anything more, but it's still not working for me. What's up with that? So we call it the buy, try, fail cycle. It's always there. You, it's There's some block. There's something within your identity. There's something within the traits that you have, which is malleable. It's changeable. So from that perspective, it's not a knowledge problem. It's an application problem. So, okay, you've gone through all these things that you've done, which means you're bulletproof, which means you have no challenges, which means you're able to implement everything all the time. Wrong. <laughs> exactly so so from your perspective what is it for you that where do you find these challenges where do you find you're still up against oh shit i 
I don't need to do the thing, but I can't quite do it. Even though you've done all the other things. What, what is that like? Oh man, you have to give yourself a lot of grace. I have to give myself a lot of grace. And there are times where I'm like, it's either I don't want to do it, even mm. though I know I need to do it because that's the thing that's going to propel me forward or move me forward or take, you know, do the next thing. Mm. And it's stubbornness a little bit. It's, oh, I don't really need that. I can do it this way, mm. even though that's the possibly easier way. And so I do fight myself internally a lot. Like I am probably my biggest critic. And I think we all kind of say that, you know, we can look at ourselves in the mirror and we're the thing that's holding us back. Mm. And so, yes, yeah, sometimes stubbornness, sometimes, you know, like I am just done, done for yeah. the day. I will revisit this tomorrow, especially if there's emotion involved. Like if something has happened in the day, here's a prime example. I mm. interviewed somebody one time and I was working with their publicist and I said, Hey, here are my rules. You know, if, if this is going to work out, these are my rules. This is, this is just the game plan. Mm. And the person got on the interview and all I could hear all the t entire time we were speaking is clacking on the keyboard. And I just kept thinking to myself, this is a complete waste of my audience's time and mine. And it's very disrespectful that somebody was interviewing with me, but multitasking at the same time and not fully in it. And I, as, as the time went on, I just kept getting more mad and more mad and more mad. And I, we finished, I was pleasant the whole time, but inside mm -hmm. I'm boiling that that was just a waste. And I went to my tribe and I was like, this is just what happened. This is how I'm feeling. And they were like, well, do not fire off an evil right now because the email that you write right now is going to be so incredibly charged because you are in an emotional state. You are offended. You are angered. You are, you know, whatever your emotions are, sleep mm -hmm. on it. So I slept on it and I got back to, an, to a better headspace to be like, okay, that wasn't personal. I shouldn't take this personally. I don't know what's going on in that person's world, but I do know that it it truly would be a waste of my audience's time if I aired the episode. And yeah. so I went back to the publicist and I was like, listen, this isn't going to work out. And she was very apologetic. Would you give this person another try? And I was like, it was literally, I laid out the roadmap before we got started. And I said, this is what has to happen. And it didn't. So unfortunately this episode will not be aired. And, mm. and I hope that was relayed back to the person, but I, as an, just somebody that feels a lot when I am faced with a challenge, I do have to be like, Whoa, I know you're feeling these things. I had a challenge this past weekend and I, I feel I, I felt so much and I went to my tribe, I talked to my husband, and I finally got to a level space where I could be like, okay, I can actually objectively tackle this problem and nip it in the butt so it doesn't repeat itself. But you have to check yeah. yourself emotionally. So, so this this kind of scenario, or these scenarios, there's there is a fluctuation. So being an entrepreneur that very much is, you feel. The emotions are the things that ramp up. It sounds like, I mean, a number of times, logically, some of the principles you're saying, you know all this stuff, 
logically you know the thing however in the moment oh my gosh when we're feeling this it just takes over it does i want to take you through that one of the cycles that we coach our clients through here uh the the protection cycle this is the first cycle that we 99 of us all get stuck on so there in that moment you're in this podcast interview and someone's tippy tapping away multitasking whatever not doing what you asked and you started to boil so if there's a trigger an emotional trigger in your case. Okay. At that point, you're only triggered because there is something you're avoiding. Now, I just want to hold that as true for a moment. And because of that, you then hit the phase, which is you want to deflect, you want to attack, you want to justify. There is that ramping of emotions in a, in a maybe a more negative frame. And you took time to pause, let it simmer, let the dust settle. And then you know exactly what you can do from that calm space. However, this is an interesting question. What was it that you weren't able to, in that moment, pause and go, hey, let's pause this. Let's, let's stop here. Whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes in, there was time that you lost from continuing to do the thing. There was time afterwards where you had to simmer down and produce it. Mm -hmm. Rather than in that moment, I know this is a skill, this is a skill. This is a trait to really work on. But once you find that trigger and know there's something you're avoiding, how to approach that. So in that moment, and we all do this, we all avoid this stuff. What was it for you that you felt that you couldn't approach, engage in the thing that was your boundary? So first answer is I'm not a confrontational person. And second answer to that is that my instincts and at that time in that moment and when that actually happened, which was many years ago, I didn't feel like I was on a level playing field with the person I was speaking to. I felt oh. like this person was here and I was still here. And so I didn't feel that I had authority. I didn't feel that I had again, the level playing field to be able to say, Hey, you know what? Time out. I don't know that this is a great time for us to be having this conversation. You sound incredibly distracted and that's not really working for me or my audience. So let's take a pause and then let's go back to the drawing board and figure out if we can reconnect at another time. I absolutely should have done that. But at the time I didn't feel like I was here and this person was here. I didn't feel like I had a voice to be able to say, hey, you're you're really like towing this line of professionality. So mm. let's take a time out because. So maybe this this kind of the, the trust and belief in yourself as as that person in that identity. I mean, the, the one line there, which is so interesting, hindsight is a great thing. We, we all know this. But to look back on this moment and because you didn't feel there's you, you're, it's the feeling, it's the emotion, there's your core driver. Because you didn't feel like you had the authority over this person, what actually happened was you actually created the fact that you didn't have. So these feelings actually create the thing that we don't want to happen. It's so interesting to see this in action. So as, as you've, as you've evolved, take this scenario, as, as you've kind of evolved as the businesswoman that you are and doing crumbs so much and have so much experience and a wealth of knowledge in this current moment, 
where is that still kind of showing up? Where do you see that maybe your identity has changed? Maybe you have evolved, but there are still these core challenges like that one that show up. What What is that like? You know, the, um, what's the right word? Imposter syndrome yeah. is still a real thing. You know, you can go out and create success. You can be successful, whatever that means to you. But I think that for me personally, there is still always this, are you really meant to be at this table? Do you really deserve to be at this table? Mm. And do you really deserve to be booking this level of client? Do you really think you have made it? Do you deserve to have quote unquote made it? And that stays at the back of my mind all the time. And I don't, my personality, I don't accept praise very well because I'm so hard on myself. And I had an amazing opportunity last fall where I was able to design and style an event with utilizing my furniture for Paramount and Yellowstone for their season five VIP premiere party. I killed it. I absolutely killed it. But the praise that was being placed on me that evening, I was just like deer in headlights because I don't know how to just like be and accept somebody's graces, accept somebody's like, this is awesome. Even though I know that I did a fantastic job, I I bent over backwards. I did more than they asked me to do. And it's now on my resume that that is a client I have worked for. But I don't allow myself to feel that because I don't yeah. feel deserving of it. Again, the feelings, the emotions, that, that yeah. there's that, that kind of that block that shows up in different ways. One thing that came to mind now, which is super interesting, we spoke before about the, it's not a knowledge problem, it's an application problem. I know, I know, th- those words, I know. Ah, oh, that is the killer of dreams. That stifles so much. I know. Cool, but are you doing? No. There it is. So that uh, I know it's an application problem. So then you go towards the, you have to, as we call it, do the fucking thing. How do you do that? You can't just do it. There is a a mental and emotional block there. Once you unlock that, then you can do the thing. Else you're you're trying to go against the water. It ain't going to work. My point here, long ass way of getting to it, is that I know, you said, I know I should receive it, but so rather than I know and it should be application, in this scenario, it's I know and it should be receiving. So that give and that receive, the duality of life, there's an alignment challenge there it's exactly what you teach exactly what you help entrepreneurs go through get that pure alignment now for yourself maybe it's that you give 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 you do 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 but to allow it to come towards you very challenging yeah so what what would it feel like if you're able to unlock this if you're able to be able to breathe more deeply allow more to you um receive more in the same comparison that you that you do that you outreach with curiosity with 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 wonder what would that be like i think there would be a sense of more freedom in choices on the daily uh, because i am so hard on myself i am i don't give myself a lot of grace i do give myself gumption but i have a hard time giving myself grace yeah. and receiving 
accolades, receiving acknowledgement. I've always said I can get up in front of a crowd. I'm an introvert who can wear an extrovert's cape like a champ. I can give me a microphone. I can talk to anybody. I can perform. I can do whatever you Mm. want me to do. When I get off stage is when I feel it all. And I want to Mm. shut down because I'm not ready to hear critique. I'm not ready to hear praise. And working on that, working on being open so that I can receive, whether it's criticism, whether it is praise, whether it is acknowledgement, whatever it might be, is still a challenge for me today Mm. because I don't feel deserving of it. I feel like I am still here and not here, even though I am here. So yeah, we could all see that you're there. So this is beautiful here behind the scenes. Like, hold on. This is, this is the real in-depth that no one talks about. No one talks about this, but it's so interesting because we're all going through this. So in this scenario, you've, we all know what got us to where we are won't get us to that next level. We've heard that time and time again. I truly believe that what got us to this level is actually the thing that's actually holding us back now. It's the thing we need to release. So being an introvert, but you wear that cape and then you can do the thing. You can be seen. Then after it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, that took that took a lot out of me. What is it that, what do you think could be a skill, a trait, a belief that got you to this level, but now is the one thing hindering you? What would that be? What would the skill be to get me over it? To get me through no, it. What, what, what's that thing that got you there? What, what did oh, you use? Tenacity. What, what is your, your 10 foot flamed sword of whatever to, that got you to where you are right now? But it's like, now it's, it, it's if I keep using this, I'm going to continue to stay here. What, what is that for you? I just have to get on my own way. And what's propelled me is tenacity. And I have to just be more bold. I have to be more bold and I have to be willing to step toes into areas that I'm uncomfortable with still, you know, I don't like confrontation. I've mentioned that I don't like hard things. Nobody likes hard things, but I don't like hard things because I feel them so much. Mm -hmm. And I am a controlling kind of a person. Like it's black and white in my world. It's step one, it's step two, it's step three. And when it's blurry, I am uncomfortable because it's black and white. There is no gray. I don't know how to do the gray. So I'm trying to constantly be going back to, but it's black and it's white. But we as entrepreneurs legitimately stay in the gray all Mm. of the time. And so it's a, it's a battle because I'm black and white, but as an entrepreneur, you have to stay gray. And that's hard. (laughs) <laughs> the control. You said the word control. Oh my gosh. As, as, as a human being, control is the one thing that we need, that we want. As a business owner, you control, let's be frank here. You don't control anything. There's one thing that you can control, your mind and your body and your environment. We, bless us, we can't control anything else. We think we can. We can do what we can to manipulate, allow, create. However, there is a level of letting go. So the one thing that we can control, us. Yet as entrepreneurs, oh my gosh, don't we seek to control as much as we can? And we we think that we do control it. And we convince ourselves until it falls down. And then it's confusion, doubt, frustration, guilt, all the emotions, right? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a fun games. 
So what's next for you? Where's where are you going? What's next on the radar for Taylor in this in your your next evolution? Oh man. You know what? I just wake up every single day and just take it on with whatever happens. It, it legitimately is never the same day twice. And I stay open to opportunity and I stay open to possibility because I think if you get caught in a negative state, if you get caught in a pessimistic state, if you get caught in a challenge and you can't work through that challenge, then you bring on more of that. And I really do feel very strongly, which is why alignment really matters and having a purpose really matters, is that what you do begets more of what you are doing. And so if you are stuck in a negative loop or stuck in a negative cycle of of whatever that might be, Mm. you're going to stay there until you switch your mindset and you find a, 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 a better level than where you were in order to change the cycle. And so for me, I don't know what's next. I legitimately couldn't have told you when I was in college that I would own a specialty event rental company, that I would be an event designer, that I would own a roofing company, that I would previously own a used car lot, that I have sold motorcycles wholesale before. I wouldn't have been able to dream any of that. Yet here I am because of curiosity, tenacity, Mm. never wanting to give up, never wanting what my personal story has been to be the thing that truly defines me because I'm more than just my story. And we are all more than just our stories. Our stories gave us a foundation. Our stories did help propel us here. Whatever you know, came your way in life, you use it and then you push forward because there is tomorrow. So I feel like I couldn't tell you where I'm going to be in a year. I can say what I dream of doing, but where that falls timeline wise, I'm a, I, I feel like goals are important. Having dreams are important, but also the day-to-day minutia is You can set this goal and I know that there's smart goals. You can set them all up so that you can define and blah, 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 blah. But I'm also of the mindset that the universe is bringing on what it wants you to have and you can reap the benefit. You can do your manifestations, whatever you want to call it, as long as you stay open to what is is coming. Your gifts are going to get used. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's why I've been able to do so much is I have constantly been open, even in, in tough times. Beautiful. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for sharing not only your business, but behind the scenes, what you've been through, what you're going through as you've continued to evolve as, as a business owner, as a woman, as, as a, someone who's leaving a legacy behind. It's so beautiful. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing. It's been an absolute pleasure. Absolutely. I had a blast. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. And also, if people want to find out more about about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? Bossgirlcreative.com. There we go. Everyone, please go and check it out. And your podcast? The Purposely Aligned Entrepreneur. Just go next door, have a little listen and enjoy it with a bit of curiosity, right? Yes. (laughs) Well, hey, Taylor, thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome.
Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.